doing? I'm doing great, Roger. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Um, had a couple days off. I still haven't gotten enough sleep. Well, maybe not. Well, I haven't gotten enough sleep, but I should have gotten more sleep being off. Being off, yeah. But I tend to not be smart and either stay up later or because in my brain I'm like, oh, like, I'm it's off. not that I big of a deal. Yeah, uh, exactly. And, and then I'm like, the next day, like, I probably should have just went to sleep I'm not calling anymore. Right. I have responsibilities <laughs> and young children. Right. Yeah. No, yeah that's, like, that's, so, you know, I, I hear you. regretting my, my decisions the last couple of nights. Great. Other than that, Always pretty good. Uh, so today yeah. we are we're reversing roles a little bit, yeah, just a little bit, because uh, Roger. Uh, hopefully, those of you listening know this. Roger has preached a couple of times here at Rise, uh, and so uh, we want to hear from him about uh, his experience doing that. And uh, he preached uh, earlier this, uh, well, I guess last summer, not this summer anymore. Oh, yeah. Last summer, twenty twenty one. Uh, as part of our I Am series, and we'll we'll talk about that at some point. I'm yeah. sure as, as we roll through um, our, our messages. But he also preached this fall as part of our Liturgy of the Ordinary series. So, Roger, uh, I, I kind of want to ask. Uh, I, I eventually do want to hear, like, hey, how was it preaching for the first time? But like, how was it preaching the second time? You, you had a little bit of experience. You'd done this before. Uh, you kind of knew a little bit more what to expect, but. Uh, how was your second go around? How are you feeling about that? So the second go around, uh, I actually felt pretty good. I felt I felt like the the first go around helped me a lot with with just at least from a nerves uh, standpoint of doing it, and I, I felt good the first time, but it was that unknown because I, right. I just hadn't done it right. so. I think that alone really, really helped me with this one. Um, again, Jacob is a good friend, a, a good pastor, and so you know we had a lot of conversations um, before I was done with um, the sermon, and you know we had follow up conversations about it afterwards, and um, things to work on, stuff like that, and, and we've done that with um, you know both times I've preached, and so that was really helpful. I kind of had some some uh, things in my brain that I wanted to uh, do better in. Um, and and I think for this one, uh, a lot of it was kind of trying to step away from my script a little bit more. Um, you know, you, you get kind of, it's easy to, or at least it was easy for me to kind of get a little attached to the, to, to my script and know that, okay, well, if, you know, if I'm reading from, I'm not gonna, you know, make a mistake. And so I think that was kind of an emphasis for me. The second go around was to try to um, stick to it, but, you know, be able to feel comfortable enough to kind of step away and step away from the uh, the stand and and be able to kind of engage a little bit. And so that was kind of what I was working on with this um, second one. But, yeah, I I, I felt um, pretty comfortable. I felt uh, a lot better about it. Um, And I don't know, it's been something that's been – a call on, on my life. And so there's also that excitement about it. There's a level of just happiness or, or joy when I'm, when I'm doing it. It, it was, it's fun for good. me. So, good. um, I, I enjoyed it. Good. Uh, and you did a good job too. I mean, a lot of things you said you were working on, uh, you mean, you definitely put a lot of work in and, uh, did a really good job with this. So, 
Uh, this is part of our Literature of Ordinary series. If you're not familiar, listeners, um, Tish Harrison Warren uh, wrote a book called The Liturgy of the Ordinary uh, a couple of years ago now, and it won the Christianity Today Best Book of the Year. Yeah. Uh, she also, her second book, Prayer in the Night, just love. won yeah. Yeah. the Christianity Today Book of the Year yeah. uh, again. And I cannot highly recommend both of these yeah. books enough. They are... Uh, my favorite book I read last year was Liturgy, or I guess in 2020, was Liturgy of the Ordinary. And my favorite book I've read this year is Prayer of the Night. They are both phenomenal. So we said, hey, this is a phenomenal book. We want people to, to hear, a, you know, experience this approach, this idea that God is present in the ordinary moments of our lives and that we can use the, the normal everyday moments of our lives to experience God, to become more like him. And so we said, hey, we're going to do this message series. Uh, and we're going to just talk about finding God in the mundane. And so, Roger, you had uh, the topic, losing yes. your keys. Yes. Tell us about losing your keys. So, first off, I want to start with, this book was very, um, very helpful, very good book. We actually went over this uh, as a small group. Um, and so, we kind of, uh, I was familiar with the book. It was a really helpful um like you said, way to look at, you know, kind of the mundane, ordinary things that we do in life. And so I remember when we were reading this as a small group and I saw chapter four, I always remember what the chapter it is. I remember <laughs> saying losing keys and I was like, wow, this must be a chapter for me because I lose my keys constantly. Um, and so I think, uh, I think when, when we kind of approach this uh, uh, possibility of me preaching, I think uh, Jacob definitely had this chapter earmarked for me to uh, <laughs> to do, and so yeah, that, that that's what it uh, what it's about. We uh, it's kind of this this um, uh, thing that you do that you know you we all have these little situations that kind of get you frustrated or kind of get you out of your character and. You know, uh, again, for me, losing my keys was was a was a perfect um, example because, man, uh, it's hard, man. I, I I lose my keys, and again, I try to stay calm and I try to stay collected, and everything's gonna be okay. Like, you know, because for the most part, when you lose your keys, you find them, right? I mean, it might be a while, but usually you're gonna find them or, or figure out something. It's that always has, frustrating, right? Typically, yeah, right. And so it's like. But you just kind of go through this this uh, this process, and you know, and, and she lays that out in this chapter, and you know, it's kind of like frustration. You know, like you're staying calm, you're going to be okay. Then you get frustrated, then you blame others, then you know, then you're again, and you know, I said this in the sermon. You know, you're looking everywhere. I'm looking outside. I'm looking in trash cans. I'm looking in the pool. I'm looking everywhere, trying to find these keys, and then you find them. And yeah, it was tough, and it was this this grind. But it's like, okay, you either text somebody and then um, running late and then, you know, you kind of go through your day. And so um, just thinking about that and, and, and realizing that it's this, this control that you don't want to uh, give to God and how God is trying to be present even, or he wants to be present even in those little, those little uh, hiccups in your day. Yeah. Um, so one of the, you know, you, you just talked about this, but like, I think, the, the big idea of this message was really like the importance of giving God control, right? Like when you feel powerless, when, when you lose your keys, right? Or just when something unexpected or uncontrollable happens, uh, the importance of, of giving God control. 
there's there's a lot of scripture about giving God control. Right. Uh, where did where did you go? What are you know some of the stories in scripture that that kind of illustrated this for you and, and that you brought into your your message here? Yeah. So yeah, like you said, there's a lot of a lot of scripture about that, and yeah, that that was my my big idea. You know, this this uh, you need to give God control. You need to um, trust in God and um, and trust in God and like you said, any part of life, any little like you said, it could be small things, um, stresses of car breakdown, whatever it is, little things are, it could be, like you said, which these are unexpected, but you know, unexpected kind of crazy things as well. Um, but, the uh, so like you said, I had plenty of examples uh, to, to kind of look at. And so I wanted to do a, um, uh, an old Testament and a new Testament, um, kind of approach. And so the first thing I looked at, or we uh, read was, um, uh, from Exodus three, when, uh, Moses sees the burning bush and, um, they kind of had this conversation about, uh, you know, and, Mo- and in the story, Moses is minding his own business. He's not doing much. He's, you know, tending to his flock and he sees this burning bush and, uh, you know, God says, hey, this is me. And, you know, they kind of had this back and forth and, you know, God puts this call on his life and Moses is like, no, like, what am I even supposed to do? Who who am I supposed to say you are? You know, I'm not really qualified. I- what is it about me that's going to make me like, why, you know? And so, um, but God calls him and, and, you know, he calls him to, to trust. And so that's kind of, you know, kind of my thing with that one. And, and then we look into, uh, the new Testament, um, and Jesus had go. I was going to say this, this I thought was one of the more, like, this is one of your more brilliant moments here, but like, we need to realize that God trusts us. I am still thinking about that right. months after you said it. Because that's just not how I... I just don't live my life like God trusts me. I know I'm supposed to trust God. Right. I struggle with trusting God sometimes. Right. Um, especially in the middle of you know difficult things. Yeah. Uh, like losing, like if I have to lose my kid, like, oh my gosh, right? Like, God, why did you let this happen to me? Right? right. More serious things too, of course. But like... Uh, I, I still think about this, like, God trusts us, and uh, that just continues to be, like, something I'm trying to understand and, and, and trying to make sense of. So I just wanted yeah. to say, like, that was, like, your, 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 uh, the way you, you kind of framed that and brought that out to us and, and really uh, convicted me of, like, yeah, God trusts us. You gotta live like God trusts right. us. Like, oh, man. That's something for me to work on. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, that, yeah, that was that was that was good. I, I remember thinking that. Um, yeah, like you said, because it's it's easy, and that's how it was too. It's easy to think like, yeah, of course we need to trust in God. Mm-hmm. But you see these scriptures, and you see God calling people to things that they don't think that they can do, like things that feel like it's above them. And so that's when you sit there and say, like, oh, but God is is calling you to do that. God is is saying that. Hey, I you might not think you could do it, but I trust that you can do this. Like I have faith in you. And so, yeah, I thought, I think that's, again, like you said, it's hard to, to still kind of, um, to think about and, and hard to kind of navigate through. But I think thinking like that can help you down the road when you're talking about trusting in God. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then we, we went to, uh, Matthew and, um, talked about, uh, Jesus walking on the water and how 
you know, they're on the boat and they see this this figure in the distance walking towards them and they're like, who the heck is this? Must be some ghost or something weird. Right. <laughs> and, you know, it's Jesus and, you know, Peter's like, hey, if you don't want me to be scared, tell me, you know, to come. And Jesus says, come. And Peter gets off the boat. He walks on the, uh, you know, he's on the water. He he sinks. You know, they, they have their whole interaction. Um, but again, it's this thing of God calling out to you. Like, he's empowering you to do that. And literally, Peter says, hey, if you don't want me to be afraid, then call me out. And right. Jesus literally just says, right, come. Like, get over here. That, that, that's it. Come, you know. And so, um, I thought that was really um, important too to kind of to kind of double down on that. Yeah, and this is you know, this is again, this is to me, this is where the rubber meets the road. And uh, like, are we going to listen to Jesus when he tells us to do things? Right, right. Because, uh, and and this is uh, on my bulletin board, my office, I have these sticky notes with like key things I have to remind myself of. Um, someone much smarter than me once said something <laughs> to the effect of um, people don't need to be instructed. People need to be reminded, right? Like we know this. We've, most of us, most people, we've heard the story of Jesus walking on the water before, right? We need to be reminded of this, just the importance of listening to Jesus when he says, come or, yeah. or go or, you know, whatever, you know, whatever the, the specific command might be. Um, and so I thought it was really good that you you brought us back to that and just, again, reiterated that. Because that's so much of what preaching is, is just reminding people of what we need to remember. So, uh, then you got really practical and, and, and dug into some applications with us. Uh, what were some of your applications uh, from uh, this chapter? I mean, i got to be... Imagine like one of them was like, "Don't lose your keys." Yeah, so. well, yeah, 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 yeah. That for sure, right? Um, use, a, use a tile yeah, and, and don't yeah, lose it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Jacob and Haley got me a tile, which I had to. I keep forgetting. I need to get a battery. Oh no! <laughs> but Jacob and Haley got me a tile. This for year's my Christmas gift yeah. is a tile battery. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so it, yeah, I mentioned that in there. It's, it's serious. When I say it's. I mean, it's saved my butt a couple times. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the things I looked at, again, like you said, they were kind of practical, kind of just, um, I don't know, not things that maybe you think about, but for me it was more like things to think about that will just almost like kind of push you into that direction of of being mindful of it and, and kind of pushing you in the right direction to kind of try to figure out, you know, how, how you can – get to trust in God. And so one of the things I talked about was that we struggle with trust before we can trust God. We have to realize that that's something we struggle with. And again, you, you know, obviously hopefully that's something that'll push you into that right direction because obviously you can just keep struggling and be like, Oh, well, I know I struggle with it, but you know, you might not do anything about it or, or, you know, just think of it in that way. And then it, it, you know, it might not necessarily help you, but I think it's a good way to kind of push you in that direction. And, so I, you know, kind of talked about how um, me and my wife bought a van uh, early last year, um, early 2021, I whenever this is planned. Yeah. Anyway. And so, um, and how I just, I struggle with it. I struggle with big purchases. I struggle with spending money in general. I, I've never, um, again, my, my mother took the uh, utmost care of me growing up, but we just 
didn't always have a good financial uh, financial uh, life, and so that just it, it brings. I don't I don't even know if negative is the right word, but like it, it just brings bad memories. Or it's just it's a struggle for me, and so you know I'm going through this whole thing trying to get this car. I was really just hoping that again I say it in here. I was really hoping that we would just test drive it, and then like the next week we would test <laughs> test drive another one. And then, like and then maybe I could just somehow figure out a way to avoid you know even buying anything. And next thing I know, we we buy this van, and again as you know the paperwork was working and everything was going, I. And that's when I realized, oh my gosh, like I'm not, I'm struggling to trust God right now. Um, even when it was something that I want, like, you know, it was hard to spend the money, but I, we needed a car. And so it was like, everything was like, oh, we need this. And I'm like, oh, that's not going to, probably going to work out. You know, they wanted proof of, uh, you know, full coverage insurance, right. which I knew we had. But again, I was just like, everything that they were asking for, I'm like, oh, what if that doesn't work out? What if they find this? Or what if something happens? And I was just struggling so much. And um, I kind of use this as far as, you know, once you come on the other side of it, you know, it, it's easy to say, you know, oh, praise God and, and thank you. and But it's like, man, were you thinking about it before when you were struggling? Mm-hmm. You know, because for me, it was like, I mean, it was like a cause of anxiety. Like, it was so hard for me to get past this until it was done. Mm-hmm. And so I just think it's really important to kind of, uh, like I said, again, as a way to push yourself to that uh, to that. Um, idea is kind of realizing that we struggle with that. So that was one of them. Um, uh, the other one that I had was, again, just a, another practical way just to uh, repent and read his word. Um, because, again, uh, struggling with something, and again, I know from uh, from that standpoint, it's something that is hard to, like, I don't want to say, like, you, you can't help it, but, like, it, it's a hard thing to... Um, to think about it, it's not, I don't know, it, it's easy to kind of be like, well, you know, I struggle with that and, and that's kind of it. Like, I struggle with trusting God, right. but, you know, like, I, I can't help that. Um, so this, I think This is just the way I am. Right. Let me move on. Right. Yeah. So I, I think it's, that's why I wanted to put uh, repent in there. I think it's important to realize that, you know, that's something that, that we do still need to um, ask for forgiveness for, um, especially in, in terms of how you're doing it, if it's kind of you're responding with, um, you know, self-justification or like you're just blaming others for what's going on um, and things like that. You know, you can either do it like that or you can respond by repenting for not fully trusting in him. And then, like you said earlier, with with the amount of um, examples we have in the Bible, reading scripture is going to be super helpful because there's just tons and tons and tons of passages about trust and, and what that looks like and varying different views of it like so and how we can go deeper right and more and more different right. circumstances oh yeah it's everywhere so from that standpoint you know reading your word is just really really an important thing to do indeed indeed i uh thought you did a great job with this message roger uh anyone who uh wants to laugh and learn uh go watch this on our uh, our website or slash media or uh, you can find it on our YouTube page, too, under Losing Your Keys. Uh, Roger, thanks for sitting down and talking us through this a little bit more. I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it, too, man. Uh, and if you're listening, uh, like and subscribe. Yes. Uh, uh, we'd love to hear that you're listening. We'd love your feedback. We'd love to uh, love for you to leave a review wherever you are listening to podcasts. 
Uh, you can hear this anywhere podcasts are found. And yep. we'd love for you to follow us on social media. We're at, we are at Arise Church STL. ST, oh, man, I cannot. Arise Church <laughs> <Yeah>. STL um, <laughs> on all the major platforms. And uh, we would love to connect with you there. Uh, or to see you sometime at Arise. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to uh, love to meet you and uh, sit down with you and talk with you about losing your keys, yes. the liturgy of the ordinary, or uh, really just anything else. So once again, uh, thanks for being here, Roger. Thank you, Thank you listeners, for listening to the Arise Podcast.